This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you steam. It's Willard and Dibs. On 95.7, the game. All right. Uh, good morning, everyone. And Madsen obviously is in for dibs. And look at you. You got a brand spanking new A's jersey. I'm really excited. I might wear and it tomorrow. I, just, I, I, I hope that everybody's brand new San Francisco Giants jersey doesn't have to get sent back to the store. Look, we're, we're going to... Uh, I, I, I'm not trying to be an alarmist at all. Right. I, I want to make sure everyone understands. I don't know anything I, this is not from any insight, but when you have a friend, a family member, a coworker, someone you're around a lot, you know, for the last few years, I, I, I consider myself having been around the Giants mm-hmm. quite a bit, um, and uh, this is, you know, when someone's acting funny, right? Right. Someone is like something going on. Yeah. Something. Something is not right. I'll even show this. Uh, here, I'm going to show this to the YouTube audience, okay? Um, I want you to look at this email, You're up okay? Here. Yeah, well, that's the YouTube, yeah, okay, there, I mean, you got to zoom in. But, like, <laughs> do you see this email? Look at that email. That's There's not even a, like, for more information, contact so-and-so. Right. That's usually what goes down on those P- on the on the emails from the well, PR staff. There will be, like... A line, right? And there's all, and then the giant logo after, is right. there, and then okay, we're doing this, and at the bottom, my name's you know Matt Chisholm, whatever. Giants uh, PR staff, right. phone numbers, information. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. Today's Giants press conference has been postponed. Period. Send. And mm. and and Correa's media availability canceled. He had a physical yesterday. Susan Sluster said, I'm told they're awaiting test results. I don't know what kind of test. 
Oh, man. But this is like, I'm, again, I'm not trying to be an alarmist. This is not coming from any sort of information. This is coming from, dude, you okay? You're acting funny. That's where this is coming from. So there's, and I don't, I don't even want to dive into what, what could it be? Well, because we don't. Yeah, I mean the the range of thing is it? Oh, he's sick, and they're testing for COVID and waiting to bring him out in front of a whole bunch of people. Honestly, right now that's the hope. Right, I don't right, want to say that. Insane, like, I know, right. like I'm not. You know, who says? Oh, I hope you have COVID. But hopefully yeah. he doesn't, and they're just awaiting test results that say he doesn't. Is it? I mean, something where th- this deal's going to fall through, or is he going to? Is it a PED thing where he's just going to be suspended for eighty games? This is, man. It's uh, it, it it's and you're shooketh. Yeah. Totally, totally. I, like I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mincing words here. Like this does not, yeah, feel. This is weird. Right, it's weird. And, and so if they come out and yes, whatever, it's a COVID test or or who knows what kind of test results. They're uh, they're waiting for and everything's fine. Then then we move on and then the next thing I would do because again you know when you know someone well and you're like you're acting funny like the my first question would no longer be about Carlos Correa it would be like why did you send the email that way like why are you acting this way this is not this is not what we're used to are you okay are you okay honestly that's how I feel right now Giants you good you send those texts to people. You Park twice if you're in Milwaukee. Are you all right? You know what I mean? Like you see, I, in fact, like I, I just sent this to someone close to me about an hour ago who I was texting with, and the texts were coming in just fewer words than normal. Yes. I'm yes. like, you sound short. Are you okay? Is everything good? Right? And and the response was, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Lots going on. Okay, get it. So you're you're distracted. There's a lot going on. Got you. But that's kind of what I want to say to the Giants right now. Like, why are you being so short? You, you know what I mean? Because here's the my, here's my next. If I'm going to let fear go ahead and take over for a second, you got the one line email, and now you've got speculation, and they hear that everyone's like, "What the hell's going on?" If it was nothing, wouldn't you come out and say, "Oh, by the way, it's not an avalanche. It's just a snowball fight. Hang out for a second. We need to do, you know, well, unless this is, it's a health thing and they can't elaborate. This is a big deal. This is a massive press conference for the biggest contract signed in the history of the organization. And three hours before it happened, they're like, we're not coming. And he's not talking. And we're not talking. Nobody's talking. And I'm supposed to just be like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. This yeah. is a huge, bu- you don't make a move like this. Oh, just move it. So, Like, if I came to you and been like, let's do Christmas on the 26th this year, wouldn't you be like, well, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big change to the schedule. And when I said why, <laughs> you responded with, okay. Can't, can't talk now. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. Here we go. There's, so this is, maybe this is just a, a mix up of words, but your email from the San Francisco Giants says it's canceled. The exact email is because today's Giants press conference has been postponed. Okay, postponed. Postponed. That's much different than canceled. Media availability canceled. 
Sure. Well, uh, right. Well, that right. would They're be. are going to have to have a press conference at some point. It's just a matter of whether or not Carlos is going to be there. His radio interviews were also canceled. That's what I'm saying. Right. All of his media yeah, availability right. that had been scheduled. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so anyway. that's all been canceled. They well, they might reschedule that. The press conference has been postponed. All sponsored by ChooseChange.org. More on that. Plus, Robert Sala said something massively significant for 49er fans yesterday that we're going to get to next. Good morning. 888-957-9570 is the number. Xfinity Mobile text line, Twitch, YouTube. Chat there, comment there. Glad you're here. Let's do this on 95.7 The Game. Everybody panic! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Uh, Thank you, Jake. This is exactly what I needed to hear right now. This is exactly what I, yeah. Three little birds are uh, sitting on Carlos Correa's doorstep, and everything is going to be all right. Don't worry about a thing. It's going to be all right. I hope. So, um, if you're just joining us, Giants canceled the Carlos Correa press conference. Postponed. Cancel, uh, I'm sorry, postponed press conference, cancel all the media availability, and then go silent. So, all right, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll find out. What's going on, I'm sure, and if there's anything popping, I think our guy Alex Pavlovich, maybe in about an hour and a half or so, we're, we're kind of fluid with him in the flow, feeling the flow, positive in, negative out. He's going to hop on, and we'll, we'll talk through this a little bit later on in the show. Also on the show today, Matty Barrows on the 49ers here in about 25 minutes, and John Jastrzemski in New York. Not only are the Warriors about to do the two-step MSG and Brooklyn tonight and tomorrow, but Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, uh, not Carlos Correa, Carlos Rodon, all going to the Yankees. So we'll get in with uh, Jastrzemski, no relation to Jastrzemski. We'll talk to him about New York. Neither Carl nor uh, Mike. Exactly. Um, five. Uh, is, is that even true? Five shopping days left? We have five? Wait, Tuesday? 20? Wednesday, 21? Thursday, 22? Uh, yeah, I guess so. All right, so uh, if you count today, five days left. Gifts for yourself and for the sports fan in your life, 957thegameshop.com. Get your relevant Brock Purdy t-shirts now. Do that and don't try to go shopping on December 24th. 
Um, a, you know there's what? football on all day. Uh, it's a great point. B, have you been outside on December 24th? It's insane. I used to love it. I used to do it on purpose. I'm crazy what? like that. I used to put a Why? Santa because I like a challenge. I like a challenge. I like to zig when people are zagging. Like, even driving no, just around. zigging. No. Everybody's out. No. You're just z- going with the zig. No. When I encounter a parking lot in, you know, Union Square on Saturday, oh. December 22nd, that doesn't intimidate me. I'm like, I got you. And I like the hustle and the bustle. Like, I like being in it. I want to be in it. I want to have a Santa hat on. It's 50 degrees. Like, uh, it's um, that's the spirit to me. I, it's kind of like why I got all upset when Dibs talking about a fake tree. That's just completely so counterintuitive to me. The spirit of this whole thing is to dive in, don't be scared, and go do the darn thing. There is a gift out there for the person that you love. You just got to go find it. I understand that's a little weird for some people. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. I'll I'll park in the back of the parking lot and walk. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to be that person that sits there with their blinker on in the middle of the parking lot for about an hour while everyone okay. waits behind it. Like I'm not that, doing that. I was out. Go la- to the back and just walk. Get some exercise for crying out loud. I was out last weekend. Yeah. And I'm trying to get to Target. And same deal. So I come down the side and then I go up one way in the parking lot. And it's the first row, and I'm picking the first spot. If somebody's backing out, there's cars everywhere. I'm not going to stop and go, okay, blinker, I'm waiting. Because now traffic's backed up, and then there's people trying to walk. It's okay if they're already backing out. I'm talking about the people that are waiting for someone to just show up. Yeah, no, that's not okay. That's not okay. Go to the back. Go to the back. Find a spot. Come on. There's a a, a game. Have fun with it. There's a Starbucks in the same parking lot. (sighs) Across from the Target I go to, I park at Starbucks, I get my coffee, I walk across the Target. It's the move. Easy in, easy out. Yeah, just come on. Like, be resourceful. Find a way. Where's your spirit? That's what Christmas is all about. And Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, all of it. Like, just go. Come on. It's okay. Accept this. Acceptance is a big part of the deal here. It's not all going to go your way, but you're going to make it. Sunday's going to be here, and all the stuff's going to be under the tree. It's okay. The other person that you're mad at, they're in a hurry too. They got a family too. They've got people they need to shut. It's okay. That just be here for it. So that's the case with a lot of lot of places I go, except Target. Okay. Something happens <laughs> on December 18. Yeah. That when people cross the threshold into Target. They lock into a zone they don't normally lock into. I hear you. I know the target and usually, zone. Like, usually, June 7th, we're walking through, and it's just like, yeah, bopping through Target. I'm going to go see. I'm going to go through every aisle. I might walk out of here with $90 worth of stuff, and I need one can of... Black beans. Thank Who you. Knows? Right, yeah, right, whatever. Right. Uh, I was going to say aerosol spray. I don't know why you'd end up at Target if thing. all you need is black yeah. beans, but, but you can get it there. Right. They've sure, done a great job sure. with their grocery uh, section. Uh, uh, creamer. Coffee creamer. Perfect. I buy that at Target Perfect. usually. So, and then I walk out and at Christmas, people lock in. You know, it's zombies. Because they're stressed. But everybody's there for a specific thing right. and they're going to go and everybody's in that back corner where all the Christmas crap is oh, that's, and there's no wrapping paper left. There's no boxes. You're late. Go. Go elsewhere. The, the, it's Don't walk around looking in the same spot six times. 
I guess the point is, though, that it's okay. I've been to about seven places this week looking for bows. I just want a bag of bows. Nobody's got bows left. Guess what? The gifts don't have bows on them this year. It's okay. Just put the name on the gift. They're going to love what's in it. It's okay. That's the way we're going to handle this you whole thing. You should print out okay? photos of, like, Bo Jackson, <laughs> Bo Bichette, Navarro Bowman. <laughs> Only you would think of that And just cut it and just like, here, there's a bow on your package. I got you. You, you don't... You, whoa! You don't know Diddley. That's all. That. Bo Diddley, a little Bo Diddley. That was the greatest commercial. Bo Diddley, Bo Dan's Jackson's. brother. Oh man, so good. No, not that. Not Diddley. 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 Oh. D-I-D. Anyway, okay. Can I throw this at you? Because I was thinking about Trey Lance last night. You know, um, you look over on the sideline, and Brock Purdy mania is taking over. Haven't you spent a minute or two just thinking about Trey Lance's mentals? Haven't you like? Does he actually like this? Is he? You see him on the sideline. They're hugging. He's smiling. They're teammates. I get the way professional athletes think, but go deep into the soul of Trey Lance. Is he excited about what he's watched take place this year with Brock Purdy? And here we are, even yesterday, having conversations about what he needs to do to be the presumptive starter next year. And if that takes place, Trey Lance actually spent a sum total of two games as the presumptive starter for the San Francisco 49ers. And he will be in his third year mm-hmm. after being drafted third overall and a mountain of assets going the other way in order to get him. That's weird. Do you think he's enjoying this? Enjoying's the wrong word. Okay, he's not like hell. Yeah, I love being in the NFL and <sighs> and watching other people be better at my job, like that. Like winning at the job that I, I think deep down there's part of him that's not rooting for Brock Purdy to fail, but wouldn't mind if he hit a wall here. Huh. And, it's interesting, but but again, I don't like, think he wants that. I think he wants maybe to do well no, and then just beat him in the offseason totally, next year anyway. Totally, but I don't think if the Niners lose out and they lose in the first round of the playoffs, that Lance is going to be devastated in the way that like there's going to be part of him that's like, okay, that makes my job easier, right? I mean, this yeah, big he, big inhale, like okay, let's go, we're going to do this next year, right? But I I think the I mean, you see him. Hugging Purdy in the locker room. He's the first guy next to him on the bench with he, the with the Microsoft service. He's doing all the right things. He seems like a good dude. He yes. seems like a good teammate, yes. and we've heard nothing to the opposite. Right. right? So, but I was thinking about him last night, especially when I read this from Robert Sala, head coach of the Jets, former defensive coordinator for the 49ers, of course. And um it, like one thing I've really tried to do with this whole Brock Purdy mania is not allow it to turn into a negative narrative toward Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. No, it's not. Like I'd much rather be like, this is this is pretty amazing. Like, look at what this kid is doing. Yeah. Not and yes, we can talk about the little things that Brock does differently than Jimmy. Yeah, he moves better, so he can prolong plays. All of that stuff is is true. But you're never going to take away that Jimmy Garoppolo was a very successful quarterback and left on a five-game win streak. And if he Mm -hmm. is done here, that's how I'm going to remember him. You remember him how you want, that's fine. But I'm not going to turn Brock playing well into, see, Jimmy stinks, and actually Trey never even got out of the starting gates. Listen to what Sala said yesterday. They're talking about Zach Wilson, who got thrown back into duty because Mike White got hurt as the quarterback of the Jets. 
And last week they went down to the wire with the Lions and they lost 20-17. to The Jets have fallen to 7-7 after a good start. And this conversation came out of asking Salah, hey, who's your starting quarterback next week? Well, we're not committed yet to either of them. we got to see about Mike's health. And we thought Zach did some good things. We'll see who's going to be the starting quarterback this week. But Salah goes on to say, quote, and this is about Wilson, the frustrating thing is that this kid is going to be a good quarterback. But the NFL and this new instant coffee world that we're in just doesn't want to give people time. So we look at him, and he's nitpicked with a fine-tooth comb. Let's focus in on the instant coffee world we're in. Robert Sala is telling you it is way too soon to assess Zach Wilson. You've got to give him time in order to grow, show what he can do, all of that. Now, you can either agree or disagree, Mm -hmm. but for comparison's sake, the guy who Robert Sala says needs way more time for you to assess him. He has already played in 21 NFL games, and so far he has attempted well over 600 passes, 607 passes Mm -hmm. to be exact, for Zach Wilson. How do you think that compares to Trey Lance? Trey has played in eight total games, and we know that some of those were just like that game in Detroit where they're like, yeah, just come in and throw the ball in the end zone and touch down and move on. He has started four games. He has attempted 102 total passes. I was going to say 100. One-sixth of what Zach Wilson has thrown, mm-hmm. yet Sal is telling us way too early to assess Zach Wilson. And he has literally played six times as much as Trey Lance. Yet I hear people all the time right now starting to move the ball down the field in terms of assessing Trey Lance and thinking, yep, I saw it. It didn't work. That's crazy. It is. That's crazy. It is. But, like you know, like you un- you understand why though, like the two because the there's two- a different there's what feels like a different better option in the moment. Yeah, and if the and Jets had that, there would be pressure for them to do it too, and they don't really have that. Mike White's been fine, and I I, I just think the bar got set so high for Lance, right? Like they made this move. Because they wanted to get one of those quarterbacks that, hey, you don't need a top three defense to win with this quarterback, or top five defense to win with this quarterback. You can make some mistakes elsewhere on your roster, you know, in the post Fred Warner era and post Nick Bosa era where you might have to mix and match and piece together a defense, but your offense is still going to be awesome because you have one of these five game changing guys, the Herberts, Allens, Mahomes, you know, whoever. And, I think the expectation was that Trey would be that like right away. And he he obviously wasn't. Like that was never going to be the case. That's why they wanted him to start all these games because he could grow and they could figure it out while he's starting and they could continue winning and by postseason time, hey, it's really starting to set in and click for him because he's played a ton of football. So there was an expectation, though, that out the gate, hey, he's going to be great. And he wasn't, and it's like, oh, pull the plug. I get, he's just not, it's just not working. 
I guess that the, was the case before he got right. hurt and Brock Purdy came in. I guess the part of this. So, so if I were going to be critical about the uh, what the 49ers have done here, it's not about who Trey Lance is or can be as a player. It's about the concept. It's about let's let's go back and sure. let's ask: w- Was this a realistic approach? to draft a young quarterback and inject him into a Super Bowl-ready roster and expect him to be able to play well right away. Does Trevor Lawrence look like he's playing good football now? Yes. Yeah, he is. It's his 31st game, and he's finally starting to play. And you can say, well, that was Urban Meyer first year, and you'd have some points. But there are plenty of quarterbacks who click in year two, year three. Josh Allen, year three, before it was like, oh... Elite, sure, sure, and you that's, weren't elite. You were right. like interesting, and then it was like pow to the moon. And that's and that's the comp that people pull from. It's like Josh, but even Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence was awesome from his freshman year at Clemson and played all that football. All the football goes number one overall. He's with a disaster team in the Jags. He had, but there were reasons to go like, hey. He was really good in college. There's all this stuff he can pull from. Urban Meyer stinks. With with Trey, and I don't agree with this, but this is where the thought process comes from. He played 17 games at the FCS level. He has Kyle Shanahan. And, oh, look at that. He wasn't great in a monsoon in week one or in week five of his rookie year. He was better in week 17, but it still didn't look great, so he's done. I've seen everything I need to see. And I think that's it's silly. But that's kind of just where it's well, at. I guess the other. I guess I'm agreeing with Robert Sala. Well, here's the and, and now here's the problem though for Trey Lance. The problem for Trey Lance, and you actually said it a second ago when you said, "Look, there's this thought because you've got Shanahan and you've got all these people around you." And look, I know you haven't played a lot of football, but you drafted third overall, and with that comes some expectation. Mm-hmm. The thought was, if you remember back to the beginning of this year, can he come in and just bang? do this right away. And technically, it's not even right away. He's already had his rookie year. He played a little bit, mm-hmm. had some injuries, but he played like he got to dip his toe in the water. So the thought was, dude, come out, and, and you've got everything you need around you, and let's see it. And you just detailed, whether fair or not, Monsoon in Chicago, early injury week two, whether fair or not, it was like it didn't look great. Like it wasn't right away. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was Brock Purdy came in and looked great right away. Looks good. No. Great. I I, I really, I mean, he looks great. Very much. You can tell he's played a ton of football. So there's no ramp up. Right. Now, yes, it's been three games. He could hit a wall. This could go sideways. Mm -hmm. I, I, I acknowledge all of that. But what we wanted Trey to do, he didn't do. And maybe it was unfair to even ask him to do it. But before we could settle with the idea that it was unfair for us to ask him to do it, someone else came in and did it. Right. Without any hope, without any expectation, without any draft stock. Right. So that's the problem. But there are still so many ways for this to go. And it just really, it, it, it hit me when Robert Sala's sitting there going, you can't do this to this kid yet. And I'm like, man, if you can't do that to him yet, then how are we doing this to Trey Lance, who hasn't thrown one-sixth of the I, passes this other guy has thrown? I don't want to be a hypocrite here, but I think okay. you can do it with Zach Wilson. You cannot judge what Trey Lance is or is not yet. I actually agree with that. I Zach agree with Wilson that. stinks. It, I've seen it, enough. It would appear so. 
Did you? He had it like eight completions out. of twenty or more yards last week. Did you see some of those? Well, did you see the one where he float just a duck into the middle of the field and is the, running back having to run under the, it? The bigger issue is Come that on. is that there there's there's a buzz or the opposite of it coming out of Jets camp. In terms of you know, like, there's always a whisper, mm-hmm. right? When a guy just doesn't look right, you know, players are going to start going. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, they benched him for Mike White. He was healthy. Yeah, they benched him for Mike White. Well, and they right, drafted they, him because of what he could do, like outside of structure and, and off-platform throws. And they wouldn't have done that if they were four and ten. But they're seven and seven, and they've got something on the line, and therefore you owe it to a locker room to put your best guy out there. And apparently, that is Mike White. So, if, if that's the case in year two, I guess if you look at look at the arc of these QBs, mm-hmm. and maybe it is actually now that we can start to go, okay. Yes, this is about to pop, or no, it's mm-hmm. not. The five QBs, Mac Jones, I think we get it. You're actually exactly what we thought you'd be. It's you almost can, funny how right, exactly like. Right? You can sort of hold some things together. Very limited, though. Never going to be great. And so, eh. Not going to be the rising tide that lifts all boats. And that's why, that's why there was such a frustration out here with the idea that they traded up for Mac Jones. Right. It's like, dude, just rock with Jimmy it's, if you're going to do that. Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> Don't get a cheaper version of someone you hope might be Jimmy Garoppolo right. at a certain point. But look at the other ones. Who suddenly popped six weeks ago? Justin Trevor Fields. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. both of them. And I don't know about Fields still as a traditional quarterback, but my gosh, he's elite running the ball in like in, in his touchdown run the other day was asinine. Lamar plus sort of talent in terms of running the football out of the quarterback position. Oh, oh, I believe so. He's, he's bigger. He's, he's Lamar he's with muscles, right? Yeah, he's Lamar he's with muscles. Tank. He can break tackles. Yeah. He's almost as fast. I mean, I think Lamar's a better passer, though. So I'm interested to see how that he is. Eh. Eh, I think he is. Eh. I think he is. I think he is. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Lamar won an MVP in year two. Eh. Justin eh. Fields is right. You okay, know, just now figuring out how to run but, in the NFL. But whatever he's going to be, like it suddenly looks like something. Sure. And Zach Wilson is the opposite. And Trey is the one where we're like. We so still haven't. We so, still haven't seen it. We haven't even played football. And here's why: like people go, if you could redraft, what do you? And if you want to, if you want to, with with the benefit of hindsight, go, yeah, they should have not traded up and just picked the best player at twelve, or traded up a little bit and gotten Micah Parsons or whoever. Like, fine, like that's. But if you're redrafting quarterbacks, they took a swing on the guy with they thought had the highest ceiling, which I think I'm still doing that. I'm not pulling the plug and going, well, I would rather have Justin Fields because he's gotten to play more. Like, he's gotten to that. play because the Bears stink. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, however, also now on the table is the whole thing just being completely derailed by the last pick in the draft this year. I mean, it absolutely Maybe. could. Like, Trey may not play football for the 49ers. We, like, he may, yeah, if, 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 it, if Brock starts next year, then you get into extension talks with Trey Lance, and what is it exactly that you say? Uh, so here's the backups, right? Like, no, no, and that's why that's why I said eight million a year for the next four years. And and that's why I said yesterday in Crosstalk, I think they're going to give him every opportunity to compete because they invested because they believe in his ceiling. Right. right. Um, All right. Matty Barrows gets into this conversation coming up next, and what's up next on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Kyle's in for dibs. Chatting Forty Nine er football, the Warriors at MSG tonight, and. TikTok, we're waiting on news. 
from the Giants who have postponed their Carlos Correa press conference right here on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Now back to 95.7 The Game. All right, what's going on? Uh, Kyle is in for Dibs, Willard and Dibs. The holiday week is upon us, 957thegameshop.com. Uh, glad you're with us, Matty Barrows, in just a second. But I want to read to you uh, just a little blurb, and then we're going to keep following it, what Susan Slusser has said in the Chronicle after the Giants uh, postponed their scheduled news conference today with Carlos Correa. Uh, she writes, Carlos Correa had his physical on Monday, so there could just be a delay in processing information from that, especially during Christmas week. Or perhaps Correa has come down with an illness and had a COVID test, though those results are typically quick. Players seldom fail physicals, but it has been known to happen. One reason clubs are hesitant to release information about signings before physicals are complete. Correa has had some back issues in the past, but there have been no indications there were any major concerns that might crop up. And he's a well-conditioned 28-year-old athlete. So that's what Susan has said about it right now. Um, Alex Pavlovich is going to jump on, I think, in about an hour, unless something breaks to the uh, to the otherwise. Uh, but we'll keep following that for you. And in the meantime, let's hang out with Matty Barrows on the 49ers. Happy holidays, Matt. What's going on? Well, what's going on with you? Yeah, you guys are going from well-conditioned 28-year-old athlete to um, something on the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> Moderately <laughs> conditioned <laughs> veteran reporter. That's what I would call you. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm not. I'm not failing my uh, reporter physical. That's for sure. Well, I will. Yeah, I'll say something for you here, Matt. And and by the way, I'd say this about uh, uh, about the people in this room as well. Like we're not comparing ourselves to professional athletes. If you look around press rooms, I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, you know what? Probably the the Bay Area press corps. From uh, top to bottom, probably ranks pretty well among uh, nationwide press corps. I would be true. That's probably I'll do really that true. on Bart. I'll sit there and Bart, and I'm like, I'm a better athlete than that guy. Totally, ah, that guy could beat me in one on one for sure. That's right. Absolutely. I, I I do like the idea of market media fitness rankings. I, I do like that, and I think we should dive in. Well, I gotta say, uh, my counterpart up in Seattle who covers the the Seahawks. The, the Seahawks do a basically a media combine where media members do all the combine drills. And my counterpart, Michael Sean Dugar, 
ran something something crazy like a a, a four five six forty. No, no. <laughs> Sign him up. I would be lucky to run a five point five six forty uh, if we did that. So I don't I don't want the 49ers to to start doing that catch wind of uh, what Pete Carroll is doing up in Seattle. Uh, Matty Barrows officially does not want any of that smoke. Uh, okay, no. noted, <laughs> noted. All right. Well, what about this? We were just talking about this. Robert Sala with an interesting quote yesterday. Matt, he's talking about Zach Wilson, and he said, we're living in this NFL instant coffee world where nobody is allowed time to get any better. And he's talking about Zach Wilson, who's played in 21 games. He's thrown over 600 passes. And I immediately, my mind went to Trey Lance, who's only started four games and has only thrown 102 passes. Yet this Brock Purdy experience has led to a lot of people making up their mind about Trey Lance. What, what do you think the future right now holds for him? Well, I mean, it's always been a long play for him. That that was the you know that was the sentiment from the get go that this is going to be uh, sort of a long evolution for him. But at the end of the day, we are going to have a really special quarterback. Um, and I'm glad you you brought up that that Salico, cause, you know the guys on the 49ers who are like that. A year ago at this time, you would have said that Aaron Banks. And D'Amador Lenore, uh, a couple of rookies, were, were total bust. Those guys couldn't get on the field. And now they're every game starters, and they're, and they're doing really well, and this, that, and the other. But uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, the difference between Purdy and Lance right now is that Purdy had all sorts of college experience, and, uh, and Lance didn't. And so there's a comfort level. Um, you know, with uh, with Purdy over Lance doing certain things, but uh, I still believe that the the long term thought on on Lance is good. Now it, it's it's got to change though, uh, because I think that you know Shanahan and those coaches thought, okay, the way that we're going to sort of um, uh, ease him into the NFL is to you know run him a lot, and that's going to keep. Uh, Offense is off balance, and it's going to open things up in the in the run in the passing game for him, et cetera, et cetera. The, the run game stuff has been disastrous for him so far uh, because of the injury. So I think that that needs to be rethought. But um, yeah, I, I think that's a really great take, a uh, really nice comparison. That uh, it takes time with these guys, and uh, boy, there, there's a long list of players who uh, were quote unquote trash. Uh, early on in their career, who somehow became uh, really good uh, a few years down the line. That's the path I'm hoping to take. Trash early in my career, but but developing down the line for sure. Um, I think there was a thought going into this season, or, or, or over the last few weeks, that the 49ers next year would have Trey Lance's as a, a quarterback option, and then they would bring in a veteran to maybe compete for that job with him, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody else. Is Brock Purdy playing well enough in your eyes to maybe make it so the 49ers don't need to add a viable veteran starter and it can be Lance v. Purdy in training camp? Yeah, I think so, absolutely. I mean, obviously this next uh, month, month and a half, two months, I don't know what the, how long this season is going to last, but I think that's going to answer a lot of the questions. But, I mean, even going back to August, uh, Shanahan seemed to be comfortable enough with Purdy that uh, he was ready to have Purdy be the, the number two, and that was before we, we saw him do anything in a, in a real game uh, or something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think one of the lessons from this season is that 
Um, it's hard to have enough quarterbacks. Uh, so I, I, I would wonder about who the third guy would be. You, you would have Lance. You would have Purdy. Probably Garoppolo has priced himself out of the situation at that point. Um, you know, I'm assuming that he gets a lot more attention in uh, in free agency in March than he did uh, on the trade market uh, at that time last year. So you're talking sort of, uh, you know, I mean, maybe Josh Johnson is the answer there. Um, certainly he could be somebody that they, they keep around. They like to have four quarterbacks uh, in the spring. So I, I would say it's, uh, it's I don't know, uh, less than Andy Dalton type of, type of guy. That would be the third guy. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, that's a very viable plan, especially when you're now considering, you know, uh, a deal for Nick Bosa and a possible deal for Brandon Ayuk and a possible deal for... Mike McGlinchey and Robbie Gold, and really, uh, I, uh, no, nobody wants to hear this, but as full as the defensive line is, there's only a handful of guys uh, at that position who are signed for next year, so they've got to do a lot of work there as well. My point being, they've got a lot of money to spend in the off season. Most of it is, is filling holes, but it's, uh, it's money nonetheless. Matty Barrows on the 49ers joining us here, 95.7 The Game, Willard and Dibbs with Kyle in for Dibbs this week. Uh, Matty, is, is there anything Brock can do this year? And I, I mean, I get it. He could win the Super Bowl, but what, what, what does the rest of the year have to look like for Brock Purdy to actually surpass Trey Lance for next year and be the presumptive starter in the offseason? I mean, um, do what, what he's doing. <laughs> There's, I, I, I'm, I'm almost um, straining to find faults in him because uh, you think, wow, this is too good to be true. What, what, what's the catch here? Um, but, you know, so far, so good. Um, and I keep going back to that, uh, that sequence when they were pinned up against their own one-yard line in Seattle, and uh, it wasn't a great drive. They had to punt uh, after six plays. But just just what he was able to do down there, I mean, which has been a house of horrors. I mean, that, that feel itself has been terrible. But those situations where, uh, you know, the Seahawks can, and, their, and their fans can really get on top of you. And he was uh, unfazed. I mean, he looked great, made great decisions. I mean, I think that's it, uh, the, the nutshell. Um, Shanahan wants to see that that decision-making that we've seen so far carry through and probably get a little bit better. He's gotten lucky. Uh, A couple of uh, easy pick balls have just been dropped by defenses. So that's really it for Shanahan. He wants to see a good marriage between aggressiveness and and smarts. He wants the guy to be aggressive but in the right spots. I know it sounds elementary, but uh, it's a a uh, tough balance for a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of young quarterbacks to to pull off, but so far, uh, Purdy's instincts have been pretty good. Is that? Turn my mic on. Are there are there <laughs> any more uh, any more boxes that that Brock Purdy needs to check for you uh, in the regular season? Because for me, it's like he's got to go to the postseason. He's got to go on the road in the postseason and and see how he plays in those environments. But for me personally, I don't see anything else he needs to do in the regular season to kind of prove himself outside of, you know, just continuing to play well. Uh, am I missing anything? Well, I mean, there was a definite lack of zip on his passes in, in Seattle, and and I think, uh, you know, Shanahan kind of schemed around that. It was a brilliant play-calling game for Shanahan. 
Um, I would assume that that has a lot to do with uh, the oblique issue, the rib issue that uh, Purdy was dealing with. It seemed like the previous two games had more. Um, so, you know, that's always going to be a, a question mark with a, a smallish quarterback like him. Um, you know, he, he did push the ball deep down the field uh, against the, the, the Buccaneers, but those were wide-open passes. Uh, so, I mean, you know, again, it's like we're, we're straining to find, uh, we're, we're really nitpicking his game at this point, but I would say the deep ball, can he, can he hit Ayuk on a true nine route, uh, you know, in, in the future, can he hit Danny Gray on those types of things? We saw Trey Lance do that really well in the summer. Um, that would be my question with, with Purdy moving forward. Matt, what do you think the 49ers do with these last three games? I know Kyle has said uh, that, that, sure, they're, they're, they're going to play. They're going to go for the two seed, if you will. But nagging injuries, do they like err on the side of caution and keep people out? What's the philosophy with these last three, knowing that nothing worse than the three seeds already wrapped up? Yeah, I, I think they go full bore. Uh, because that, that two seed could you know, mean the the difference between um, you know an extra uh, game at Levi Stadium in the postseason and, and going on the road to I don't know Dallas or or Minnesota or, or something like that. So you you, you want to avoid that scenario if possible. Um, you know, I, I think that last game against the Cardinals, uh, you know, is, is everything decided by then? And if so, I think that that could be a, a true bye week or at least sort of like a preseason week where you you have your starters uh you know go into the uh into the third quarter but then you look on the field and well Nick Bosa's not out there and Eric Armstead's not out there. I, I think that would be I think that would be really smart. You, you kinda keep them um you know uh uh going but you also give them basically a, a mini bye heading into that first week of the playoffs. Do you think we'll see Debo Samuel again in the regular season? Yeah, I think uh, that's another, um, you know, where are they in uh, going into that, that Week 18 game against the Cardinals? Um, you know, if everything's wrapped up, I'd say no for sure. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was funny. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said three and a half weeks uh, was the uh, prognosis he got for him, and that was with four games left. So it'll be a, <laughs> it'll, it'll be a decision going into that last week for sure. Um, you know, he's a guy, uh, frankly, who, you know, when he's not playing, he tends to put on weight. So I don't know whether that um, kind of factors into it, just, just, just his conditioning and wanting to get him at kind of uh, peak Debo heading into that uh, first week of the, uh, of the postseason. Uh, Matty, great stuff. Happy holidays. Uh, Christmas Eve at Levi's, huh? Yeah, Christmas Eve at Levi's. Uh, yeah, that'll be, uh, I, I guess we had that a couple of years ago, but... Uh, that's a uh, that's a pretty good way to to, to kind of uh, uh, begin the uh, the Christmas weekend, I think. Yeah, perfect. Christmas and, uh, Eve eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, Captain Pun uh, Kyle Madsen has uh, has struck again. It's Christmas <laughs> Eve eyes coming up Saturday. Commanders, 49ers. Maddie, thank you so much, man. Happy holidays. All right, to you guys too. All right, thanks. There, Matt. Okay, there goes Maddie Barrows. Um, we'll keep it on the 49ers, but, uh, you know, social media is such a dangerous place. Somebody just got me. Uh, somebody oh. did a screenshot of Carlos Correa's Twitter feed. And you know the background photo that you can have, the big kind of like stripe photo that's uh, above yeah, your, your, your whole feed? Your, your header. Thank you for the official word. Um, he had changed that header last week to be a bird's eye view of Oracle Park. 
and somebody screenshotted and said, what the heck is going on? And it showed Carlos with a new header being at Dodger Stadium. Um, but that has been superimposed. I went to Carlos's actual feed. Carlos, is, Carlos still thinks he's on the Giants, if that helps anything. Carlos's feed has not been scrubbed of San Francisco Giants logos. So is he still good. following them on Instagram? <laughs> We've got to get to the bottom. Oh, this is uncomfortable. It's just I just you know I, t- I think I it's going to be fine. I think it's it, going to be fine. I do too. I think it's going to be fine. I would just I would like I would like somebody who matters to sort of say that. You know I'm what I mean? It? Like well, y- y- it's it's the silence that comes with right. the news. It's it's the one two punch there. You matter. Thanks, I didn't man. mean to say that, but you don't matter in terms of what's <laughs> happening here. Okay, so Nor here's do a, I. here's, a, here's Nor what do I, hope. I. I hope everything's fine. And they get everything ironed out, and okay, he's a shortstop on opening day, mm-hmm. and he's healthy. I just want to point out, Carlos Correa is still following the Giants on Instagram. Okay, that's right. big time. All that's right. big time. Yeah! Okay. Let's so, go. so, thank you for looking that up, Sam. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping everything's fine, but. And he does not I, follow the Dodgers. I hope it's some. <laughs> I hope. So you still follow the Twins? I hope at anyway, some point. Ahead. I hope at some point. We get an answer about that email. I, well, I need he to does know. still follow the twins. I okay. need to know. <laughs> uh oh! Oh gosh, he's going to the twins. Time to panic. I need to go, Joe. Panic. I need to go. I need to to know. Like, oh yeah, somebody just didn't have access to the official Giants email, and it was coming up on the presser where yeah. people were going to be like leaving their homes to get there, and they needed to let everybody know, so they fired it off from this email that was just set up. Or or what? I I don't know that we're ever going to get that answer because I, I don't I, I don't I, I don't like think the Giants don't, I don't think they think they did anything out of character. They're just like we're postponing the, uh, the it's you know it's one line. It was very effective, um, but but to your point, Sam, yeah, it's the silence. It's the sort of abnormal way of going about this, and uh, and even watching all of the beat writers sort of grasp for answers right now and they're they're clearly not really getting them the only thing that anyone's gotten with any sort of an official tone to it is susan slusser received word per sources per sources that they're awaiting test results we don't know what a, a test on what a test on his health a test on right his body, like, mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. Did he take a math test? It was finals last week for a lot of people before the uh, the holiday break. I don't know what kind of test he took, but they don't have the results. And for $350 million, I thought they could get expedited <laughs> shipping. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, now they can't. They've used their budget. Jeez. Like, expedited shipping's $24? Can't do it. Carlos, will you take $24 less? Right. It is weird, though. It is weird, though. And I get where your concern comes in, because typically when something like this happens, the fan base goes, huh, this is weird. And then they go to the beat writers who are in contact with people, and the beat writers are like, hey, this is weird, but here's the thing. When the beat writers are also like, huh, yeah, this is weird. I mean, Pavlovich literally tweeted out the little shrug emoji. It's Can I say disconcerting? Sure. Yeah, I think that works. Disorienting? Oh, like disconcerting. I'm, I'm still standing up straight. You're oriented I, still. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I'm not disoriented. Okay. I was but last night. You were not concerted presently. Started to fall to the left right in the middle of cooking uh, food. I don't know. Just got dizzy. Oh. But it was fine. I was disoriented for a moment. I'm not dizzy right now, but okay. I am disconcerted. Okay. Yeah. Let me know once you're concerted again. Okay. okay. We'll, uh, we'll look for that.
Uh, you know what else is disconcerting is uh, the Warriors lineup for tonight. So we're going to hang with a guy by the name of John Jastrzemski, who covers all things New York. Um, and so the Warriors at MSG tonight, uh, Rodon, Judge, we can go to all of that stuff uh, with him as well. But adding in for the Warriors, we already know that there's no Steph Curry and that there's no Andrew Wiggins. Uh, I assume there's Clay Thompson, first night of a back-to-back. But Dante DiVincenzo with a non-COVID illness is out. And then our own guy, Anthony Slater, thrown out there recently. It appears that Jamichael Green, also ill and also unlikely to play tonight. So we're getting real close to that favorite team that we get to see about six, seven times a year. We call them the Baby Dubs. It's going to be Baby Dubs game. Like for those Wiseman's of you, going to have to play. Wiseman's playing tonight. Like for those of you who have been waiting for this, you know, come hell or high water, Wiseman, Moody, Kaminga, the guys the other night were like, where are their minutes? What's going on? Well, they're going to be forced into action tonight against a red-hot Knicks team uh, inside the arena that is the center of the basketball planet. So uh, the, the, their assignment right now, it feels kind of overwhelming. I, I, I have to admit that right now. Like, they're a game under five they They've got no Steph for a month. Little things like this keep coming up. We asked Kevon Looney yesterday. He's like, the urgency's now. We can't mm-hmm. We can't keep playing the whole, well, we're the Warriors. We'll worry about it in an April right. thing. April's not going to be fun if this keeps looking like this. So, yeah, these are, the, the, like, this This is a little bit more disconcerting than it normally would be on December 20th. Yeah, especially when it, like, they haven't turned the corner yet, but you're starting to see the signs of, like, okay, these guys are learning how to play together. They're learning the offense. They're communicating defensively. They're looking, you know, still not amazing, but a little bit more like the Warriors than they did early in the year. And now no DiVincenzo, no Jamichael Green, like, Two guys who are like key rotation players, and maybe this will ultimately be good. Maybe it means more Moses Moody, and maybe it it'll be good for James Wiseman. I still don't think he's going to be like a super impactful player tonight, but maybe the additional minutes help in some way. It'd be a lot cooler if ho- he was. Man. You know what I mean? Like the, uh, uh, one of these days. And and Jordan Poole is going to have to keep being the guy that we saw the the other night. It's going right. to start with that. That's it. You know what I mean? Like he's got to be the leading scorer. It would be great for Clay Thompson to go on a two day bender right now. I, I like I mentioned this yesterday. I think today and tomorrow are as good of time as we're ever going to get, at least in the near term, for Clay Thompson to give a shot at back to back games. If the doctors are still saying no, I'm not a doctor. It's an obvious no. Mm-hmm. The Warriors know what they're doing here, and so does Clay. And I understand. Not a all the background, but um, if he's ever going to play back-to-back games, mm-hmm. they're compromised. They've coming off of a day off. Yeah, uh, they're shorthanded, and they have three days off after this back-to-back. And tomorrow's KD. So, right. like, if there's ever a scenario where Clay would play back-to-back, this is it. And like we talked about yesterday, even it's can I get 18 minutes? Especially if Divincenzo's out, they need guard help. I don't. I don't know. I do think we need the one the one thing I need from Clay more than to play on a back to back. I need a garden game from Clay. His career high at MSG is thirty four, and that was in twenty sixteen. And he had a nice game, but not a nuclear Clay game, and they blew out the Knicks. This is a Knicks team that's won seven straight. The Warriors are super short handed, and Clay hasn't had that ten threes. 
47 points type of game in the Garden that like every great player seems to have. I need a big clay game tonight. Um, that'd be fantastic. It'd be really, really nice. That would be fantastic. It would solidify a whole lot. Like when we talked to Anthony Slater yesterday, so, so many eyes are on Jordan Poole because of the struggles that he's had. Uh, but, you know, and this is even to the point that Steiny made last week when he's like, look, Steph's out. Like, go to your other standard-bearing future Hall of Fame mm-hmm. players and what can they do? And Draymond immediately came out and had a very different impact, even scoring the ball yeah. right away. Clay Thompson, same thing. Like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe even a little bit more eyes dedicated to him in this game and if he does play on any level tomorrow. Um, that would be, uh, that'd be well-timed because if not, they're coming home with, uh, with one win on this road trip. And it's understandable with everything that's happened. These two teams are both very hot. They're going to have to play very, very well to beat either one of them. So, uh, John Jaskremski, who is uh, on the ringer, host of New York on the ringer, SNY. He is New York through and through. Aaron Judge, Arson Judge, Carlos Rodon, and Warriors at MSG all on the table with John. And he joins us next. And that's what's up next on the game. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Also sponsored by CalHope.org. That's Kyle Madsen in for dibs today. It's Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 